the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 930. I can't hear you, Milty. Really? (laughs) You should be able to. I know I should be able to. That's why I'm telling you. Is that any better? Yeah, Yeah, that's better. Okay. Is that better for you? A little bit. A little better. Okay, well. Milton forgets to turn there it we on. go. Oh, Michael. Well, he hasn't How's been doing that? this very long. You know. <laughs> I know. He thinks he's turning mine down, but he's turning. I'm turning it okay. down. Better? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And welcome. Oh, my goodness. There, there you go. go. There we go. Okay. It's the, it's the, it's technical <laughs> difficulties. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. Uh, we're here at Millburgers at 1604 and Verde Road. It's a pretty day. Yeah. Even though it's kind of uh, winds out of the south, winds out of the south, yep. good, good going, Mel. I can tell by the flags. Those flags are good. Yeah, and they're uh, they're blowing. So it's and a new, the new flags. Yeah, butterflies out there. Oh, they sure are. Look at those. What are those? Looks like a uh, almost a. Uh, if I'm looking at that same one you are, it looks like a giant so- swallowtail. Is it yellow? Yeah, yellow. Yeah, I think it's a, just a giant swallowtail. Yeah. Thank goodness it's not a monarch. <laughs> Won't be. Let's see. It's They've uh, gone March. back. Yeah, still come about two weeks from now, I think. Okay. Yeah. So did you get any more Purple Martin reports from any neighbors? Didn't. <laughs> Didn't. <laughs> okay. Which, is, uh, which I guess indicates that there hasn't been any action. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. Well, the weather, if they are... In the area, they're they're probably, uh, you know, like at Mitchell Lake or at, at one of the uh, <laughs> places where the temperature Together, is kind of yeah. mild by uh, made mild by the water and uh, where there's insect that. What about brown sparrow reports? Have we gotten any brown sparrow? N- no, no, not a one. Huh? No, we've got negative brown. I don't sparrow think reports. those people have gotten their houses up yet. Oh. Are we to be having brown sparrow reports? Well, I put some of my houses up so that I wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> Mar- March 1st has always kind of a been a key date. If I haven't seen them, I generally yeah. put up by March 1st. Yeah. And I told you wrong yesterday. I didn't tell you wrong. I didn't look far enough into the week. Uh, next Friday night, the low is around 33 degrees. Really? Yeah. That's why I told you to keep your peppers. <laughs> yep. Uh, in a way that you can keep them in a window them. for right now, yeah. Well, so the, Mar- uh, the Martins. Won't I think like Sunday's the same thing. Yeah, and then it goes back up. 
Martins, won't. Martins won't like that either because of no. the Wait a minute, that's next Saturday and Sunday? Yeah, what's wrong with that? Gonna be freezing? Got yeah. cold? Yeah. We're gonna be N inside? Near, near freezing. <laughs> no. No, the high is 63. Oh, okay. Yeah. <coughs> if you get here at uh, 5 a.m., 5 a.m. Yeah, it'll be freezing. <laughs> then you can go inside. There you go. The uh, I don't. See, oh, I do see fifty percent chance of rain on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm thirty <laughs> and forty percent. You know, every time you do that, we don't get rain. Uh, I'm blaming you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it's your fault. Well, uh, the sad thing about it is, I heard heard the weather forecast, and they <laughs> they're now giving the amount of rainfall expected. Yeah, that seems which to be is a not thing. not a good thing. No, because the, they what, say, what well, they say? we got thirty percent chance tonight. Yeah, uh, of uh, two, two tenths of an inch or two one hundred. Uh, yeah, two one hundredths of an inch. I said, "Why even? Yeah, <laughs> why even mention it? You know, you're just getting people's hopes up." But uh, anyway, it is it is dry now. Tonight, forty percent chance of showers. <laughs> okay. Does it give the uh, amount? It doesn't give the amount after mainly after three a.m. So you'll have to get up early. No, to I'm see not it. I don't care. Increasing clouds with a low around fifty-nine. South southeast winds ten to fifteen, uh, becoming north after midnight. Winds could gust as high as twenty miles per hour. Ooh, that's gonna dry that two tenths out pretty quick. Oh, is it? Okay. But uh, well, if it arrives. Oh, was that was that the same forecast you heard? Only mine says forty. No, and yours was thirty uh, well, for the two. Well, two maybe it's gone up. <laughs> yeah, to three tenths. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> if, you know the best the best time uh, Calvin has told all his neighbors about watering before the the uh, freeze freeze. Yeah, so uh, this I, this is probably a good time to to water your yeah, lawn. Be, well. <laughs> Maybe not necessarily lawn, but the containers, your container yeah. plants. Well, definitely containers. Yeah, I watered uh, and some of my, a lot of container plants uh, this morning because they have dried out. Yeah, and wildflowers. If you got blue bonnets, we talked about this yesterday in detail. Uh, I actually showed some pictures of some blue bonnets blooming. They're uh, ladybird. Uh, Royal Blue, blooming out at the Verstraten Farm, uh, and uh, it's just full of king blooms, that first bloom. Mm -hmm. But unless we get some rains, uh, they can't water out there for some reason. Um, but anyway, unless we get some rain, uh, good soaking rain, and the same for your lawn or your planting yeah. of wildflowers, uh, they're not. They're not going to keep growing. They, 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 nature sends up that king bloom in dry temperatures or dry weather, uh, so it can reproduce itself with fresh seed. Now, some of the a lot of the old seed that's laying there will germinate uh, next year when it gets right in the fall. But uh, if you want a new, some new seed to come, and more blooms, you need to you need to water deeply. Uh, and uh, 
uh, I, during the during the declared drought uh, several years ago, the only blue bonnets that came up <laughs> were right alongside the uh, highways because the condensation of the highways would run off the highway in and wet that area uh, beside the road. And so they would, the blue bonnets would come up and have a, <laughs> have that king bloom and maybe even make a few seeds. They don't make as good a seed as, as they do, but just one or two seeds per pod. And uh, uh, they would quickly dry out because that, that little bit of water couldn't sustain them. Now yesterday, uh, I was talking about, I was kidding Trace about why didn't he have some red geraniums on the place. And uh, what I was kidding him about was when I walked in, the floor the, uh, up there by the sales booth, they had, I, I'd say it was close to 80 70 or 80 beautiful, full bloom, and I mean full bloom, red geraniums. Yeah. Uh, baskets. They were in baskets. I didn't realize that. But they were in baskets. Well, and, I, I, yeah, I, when I walked out, same thing. It was yesterday, everybody that came by with a basket, pushing a basket, had one of those geraniums in the, in the basket. They're pretty. I, I couldn't figure out, you know, you talked about them from the porch. Yeah. And I walked out there, and I'm going, oh, man, these are gorgeous. <laughs> I didn't see them. And then I'm thinking, oh, wait, they're on the ground. How did Jerry see them? <laughs> yeah, it's, well, I yeah. walked in, too. Yeah, it's true. You yeah. couldn't help but see them. No, man. they're beautiful. <laughs> but uh, I said about a third of them are left. They're still beautiful. And the good news the ba of the baskets are left. But the good news is they've got some smaller containers of that same color and different colors on the sh on the uh, benches uh, that uh, that you can use. Now the the thing about the uh, geranium is they'll take some pretty good cold. Uh, and these will take more hot days. I don't know if they'll take a, a full blown summer. Will they? No. Well, well we did the test of Fantasia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they'll survive the summer if you yeah. get them into the <laughs> uh, just the morning morning sun and less and less as it gets warm. If it's yeah. now record heat, they don't like that much. No, but they're the they're, 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 they're tough. The we've we've, we've <coughs> yeah. had them survive. Remember when we first yeah. introduced them? Like well, I remember three Paul or four years in a row, they survived mm -hmm. pretty well. Paul Cox was talking about how uh, this was the first one he didn't have to protect during the summer, I think, when he said that. Yeah. Because otherwise he would take them in and just put them in the shade. Right. Try to keep them going and fight and fight and fight. And these just didn't care. Yeah. Which is really cool. This was Fantasia, but yeah. uh, of the Fantasia varieties, uh, and there, there's many beautiful Fantasia varieties, only two really endured the summer heat. Oh, that was the... Uh, that was the uh, 
Le- uh, Strawberry Sizzle. Strawberry Sizzle yeah. was the one that's everybody's favorite. But the one that best survived it was a Violet. Yeah. And I think that's what's got got on the label, Violet. Is that the one, the Violet that we were talking about yeah, yesterday that he's right. got out there? Yeah. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but all the others uh, acted like a regular geranium uh, when it got hot. But uh, these these at this time of the year, all all of the colors of every probably selection uh, will will do well. And and do well, this cool. I don't I don't. If you if you if they're saying what are they saying freezing thirty two? Well thirty three. Oh thirty three. Mostly. You don't have, <laughs> have to worry about that unless okay. you're in the hill country. Mostly clear with low around. Well, you want me to look at the hill country forecast? I mean to see what Johnson City's gonna. Oh Lord. What Joe's going to have to put up He's with? not going to drive down here and get uraniums anyway. Oh, He's too okay. cheap. I bet he has them. No, he comes down here all the time. No. You want Johnson City, Tennessee, or Johnson City, Texas? Texas. Ah. Tennessee is cold. Is it? That's okay. in East Tennessee. Oh, this is the Austin forecast. Let's see. It's according to this. Ooh, Friday night, low around 27 in Johnson oh, City. Oh, geez. Okay. Joe, put on a blanket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if it's gonna gonna get below thirty two for a long period of time, uh, all you need is a a, a sheet or uh, some of this uh, frost cover uh, uh, webbing to put over it. But uh, especially of a geranium. But now a lot of people got tomatoes yesterday because mm-hmm. we've got such a wonderful supply of them, and uh, along with the rodeo to new rodeo tomato. But uh, and I'm Milton's uh, peppers. And Milton yeah. got some peppers. I did, and I recommended that he put them in. He keep said them protect inside. them until yeah, put them in a uh, sunny, sunny window. Until uh, after this, uh, March fifteenth is what we always used to uh, okay. say. That's that's uh, farmers, farmer, uh, the far, the Belgian farmers and German farmers, and all of them would say, don't right. don't plant anything until uh, I mean any tomatoes and skull crop uh, things yeah. would these freeze. Are, these are the old timers. As you you referred now the old timers used to say yeah yeah okay these are the ones you're referring to the, these are and now guess who's the old timers <laughs> <laughs> most oh, of those old timers are past now oh. but uh, the so. young timers remember <laughs> okay the old old timers <laughs> so after March fifteenth was uh was what we uh, based all our freeze predictions on cross predictions and they. Uh, Oh, she gets. She must have heard you. What's that? She there got some go. of the pretty red geraniums. Yeah. See, they're in the smaller containers. Yeah. As they, uh, when they, when they they come in in full bloom, and uh, the after they're if they're on the shelf for uh, say a, a 
several a week or ten days, which these weren't obviously. But even after you have them home, after a week or ten days, some of those blooms deteriorate. Now the geranium people know that after that bloom uh, withers mm-hmm. and, and and gets ugly, it's trying to make seed. So you want to cut that stalk off, that bloom stalk off, in favor in favor of the one with buds on it and uh, new flowers. Okay. All right, so. we got to take a quick break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up. On 9.30 a.m., this is The Answer. Across the alley from the Alamo lived a pinto pony and a Navajo who sang a sort of Indian Idaho to the people passing by. And welcome back to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. This is the anniversary of the fall of the Alamo, March 6th, 1836. Oh. So we're going to feature songs about the Alamo or the Battle of the Alamo. Uh, I thought you were getting ready to tell me the sons of the pioneer. Uh, no, no. It passed all, it all passed <laughs> away. No. I bet a lot of them have. Some yeah, of them have. I bet you're right. Hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, Warren Remy is running around. We're going to see if we can't talk to him about what's going on uh, next week. But we will tell you that if you're looking to uh, make sure that your home is pest-free or if there's something bugging you right now, Warren has said ants, rats, and termites are the biggest calls he's getting right now. So you may be one of those people. Why don't you give him a call and let him take care of it and get him on your side. Let him get in Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Get in the fight to keep them away and get them gone and keep them away. Uh, 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721 for Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. They've been doing it since 1976. They do a great job, lots of great reviews, and making a lot of people happy, both residential and commercial. At Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control online at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. All right. So did you find out anything? Yeah, they're just uh, they're just uh, large containers of regular begonias. Okay. Uh, one, one of the – it's not not our usual selection. It's not Sempiflorin. Semp- Is it uh, a little early for the – Oh, for the Whoppers. Okay. Well, let's see. It's March. Yeah. It depends on the weather. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That uh, weather you talked about, 37 degrees, I mean yeah. 32 degrees, 33 degrees, that you might want to pick them up, but you probably wouldn't want them out there where they were subjected to that weather. You said it wasn't, was not simple for us? Well, it is, yeah, it is, but not the the usual one, not the usual little containers. That oh, okay. It's just a large, large bark container, and it's a uh, uh, rec- uh, identified as a different uh, selection. Hmm. But they look, they you know, get you in production pretty quick, or get you, of course, they, they looking may, good pretty quick. They may uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I suspect with the success of the Whoppers, uh, there's a lot of folks probably uh, don't know the difference. Encouraging all kinds of varieties. Yeah. But we do see, I, I guess we've always seen some, a lot of different varieties of begonias. Remember that uh, gardener, Jerry, uh, that converted his swimming pool area to a oh, yeah. begonia? Yeah. Was it jo uh, John? Like, but he, M Milton, I don't know if you remember him, but he, mm -mm. he, got, he was so dedicated to begonias. Mm -hmm. He had every kind of begonia uh, that you could th think of. And uh, he gradually converted his swimming pool area. It was a covered, covered swimming pool, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it, he allowed his family Gra or visitors yeah, to kid. swim. <laughs> but usually it was uh, if the weather was uh, cool or threatening his begonias, they got the uh, preference. And so you, the kids had to kind of make, <laughs> have to decide if it was worthy uh, was warm enough to go swimming. That's funny. Mm -hmm. they're, they're a really rewarding plant. I've liked mine. I love my whoppers. I mean, now oh, yeah. I haven't tended to them, so now they're just blackish brown sticks in the pot. But uh, mine, the mine got hit hard by the yeah. that last Do they have green at the bottom? Well, don't I have to cut them to see whether they have green, or I, I should see green? Well, you should be able to see it. Oh, okay. I haven't really looked. I'm going to look today. Right at the very bottom where it, where it touches the soil. Dad meets the so uh, potting me. Okay. How about yours? And that's another one where you would uh, want to water them at least every couple of weeks if you're you're expecting to yeah. sprout back. Yep. They'll maze you so sometimes so they'll get into the But as, as much money as Milton makes on the radio, <laughs> he could probably afford to buy his lovely right. wife a, a new one, a yeah. new plant. Well. She uh, likes them. She liked especially the one. That was new last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> don't tell her I'm going to get. Well, the tr the trick is not always uh, having the money. It the trick is to find that they're available. You oh know? yeah, yeah. Last year they weren't weren't available very long. That's fairly new, uh, a new one because uh, two three years. It's uh, it's only been on the market two or three years, and it's it's a vegetatively propagated too. Yeah, so uh, it's an amazing plant. The, they'll be a little more expensive. All right, 210-308-8867. If you didn't hear last uh, uh, yesterday's show, we spent the half hour talking about with Jerry <laughs> about an email that he got. <laughs> and then he cut me off with the last email. I know, we had to go. Email. Oh, that's a bad sign. He's got about <laughs> yeah. nine sheets there left. <laughs> but anyway, to give a, give a update or... Well, to the ones that weren't listening yesterday. Right. Shame on you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> click, 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 click. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about uh, Purple Heart plant, and a person wrote in and said, uh, my friend wants to get rid of his Purple Heart plants that he has in his yard. Now, usually I would go uh, wandering Jew is what a lot of people call it. Mm -hmm. And we sell it here. Mm-hmm. And uh, Trace remembers it uh, during the a drought that we had back when he was working for Wolves. And uh, I drove around and saw that that was the only thing living in people's yard. There were big trees that had died but had purple heart under them, and it was still alive and looking good. 
So we we had uh, we got on TV and radio and whatever, and uh, told everybody uh, to have mercy on their neighbors and bring in uh, bring in some cuttings of a uh, purple heart uh, uh, that the plant that's still alive in their lawn. And uh, Trace was talking about they brought them in by the truck load because there were so many out there. And uh, and we distributed them and uh, probably contaminated the uh, whole, this half of the state with Purple Heart because it's, it's tough. It's tough. But anyway, there's always somebody that doesn't like a tough plant. Uh, but it says, he, he wrote in, he said, according to your website, Roundup is useless. That's right, because you can weed. This is yeah. another advantage of Purple Heart. You don't have to worry about grass or anything encroaching on your Purple Heart planting because you can weed it with Roundup. In other words, it'll kill, <laughs> kill everything but the, the Purple Heart. And... Uh, he wanted to know if there were any other options, and I wrote him back to dig a, the, about the only thing you could do is dig it, dig it out, dig the root system out. And then in that night, in a dream, it came to you. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that wasn't. The yeah, best. well, because I I noticed my uh, the one purple heart that I'd planted uh, under a tree in a in a very rocky soil. And I'm thinking, I'm telling this guy to dig his purple heart out. He may not be able to. Yeah. If, he, if he's uh, in the hill country or he's got some, uh, some, <laughs> you know, uh, a hard rock yard, lawn. And so I wrote him, wrote him back. I said, uh, um, what you need, what you need to do, um, is uh, is to. Uh, it, 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 I said his plants may be frozen to the ground now, and he may wait to, and treat the new sprouts. When the sprouts are new, the cut vine and stump killer product, which I had recommended before, if the plants were still alive, it, to cut them and then put the cut vine and stump killer on there. Uh, when the sprouts are when the sprouts are come up and mine are, mine are down, my neighbors that planted a new bed of uh, purple heart are down. I mean, flat to the ground. Uh, when when the sprouts come up and they will come back, you didn't kill the plant. It didn't kill the plant. The cut vine and stump killer product may. And I capitalized it, and I put it in parentheses, May. be absorbed without having to cut the sprouts. And that'll kill it, kill okay. it completely. Now, I've never tried this, and so uh, I'm have asking him to uh, uh, give it a try and let us yeah, know what Yeah, let us happens. know what happens. Okay. So the, some people are... <laughs> Yesterday, yesterday when uh, you left Milton, I had a, a, a interesting listener uh, walk up to the deal here, show, uh, deal here, and uh, 
they've got he he has a I talked to him for over 30 minutes and uh, he they've got he's got a ranch gosh I'm sorry we missed that <laughs> Milton. Yeah, I had to leave. Uh -huh. <laughs> I had to leave. I did yeah, did Mil Milton <laughs> jump over the fence yeah, yeah, yeah. and shove off? I got an appointment. Uh huh. <laughs> and uh, and we t we talked for a long period of time. He's got a a ranch up around Vanderpool, uh, in the hill country, and he's got and he's got a beautiful yard that he and his wife loves together. Uh, work together up around uh, up up out uh, I think it's uh, east of here but anyway uh, we got to talking because he used uh, remedy and uh, diesel on, mm. on his cactus out in the, out on the ranch and so so he made made a, a serious mistake because he he was working out his ranch he had a little bit of that remedy and diesel left or oh. remedy I guess what he spray and so he brought it to the house where he had roses and and all sorts of wonderful plants thrialis he mentioned and uh, all sorts of things but mainly the roses and uh, he said well I got a little of this left I don't want to waste it I'll just Spray it a little bit around the yard here. He killed half of his roses. No. <laughs> and, uh, so the, and on, the ongoing theme was he kept saying had. Uh, yeah. He had <laughs> roses. He had. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and the funny thing about it was he said, uh, <laughs> he said he wouldn't tell his wife what happened. She came out there and said, what has happened to all our plants? And he said, I don't know what could have been mm -hmm. happened to him. And she so says, You've been spraying that you've been spraying that herbicide around here, haven't you? She said, Oh no. <laughs> oh no, they've been married twenty three years. So did she listen to the show? Uh huh. Does she uh -oh. listen to the show? <laughs> I hope not. I don't think so. And uh, but she said He had a wife. <laughs> <laughs> she said, You sprayed that herbicide, I know it. And uh, I forbid you to spray, to do any spraying around the house anymore. And also, I forbid you to use a chainsaw. He must be pretty happy with the chainsaw and, and everything else. But uh, she wouldn't let him off with a denial. See, he said, she's a tough German woman. Well, he's going to need that chainsaw to take care of some of those roses. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, he had to dig them up properly. But uh, she was funny. She wouldn't let him uh, let her get let her get away with that. And so that's why we said talk to. You're doing fine. Well, while well, we talk to people about uh, using this over the <laughs> uh, stump vine and yeah, uh, to vine. Be, to cut vine and stump killer. And uh, to yeah. be careful with it, yeah. and uh, like apply apply it in small amounts. That's why we keep mentioning to you about the small amounts yeah. too. You, yeah. Because it's easy to think, well, yeah, a few drops is not going to you know do it. So you add some more, and then then you end up with some kind of <laughs> issue. Like that. Now I have to admit that my uh, that vine. Uh, 
Cut vine stump killer? No, yeah. Well, the cut vine stump. Oh, killer. the vine cat claw. Uh, cat cat's claw. Yeah, that remedy really works well. On Is that right? Yeah, and 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 but I. How do you spray it in those trees? Well, I don't put it in the trees. I just identify areas where the it's on the, the fence and isolate it. Oh, okay. Or okay. there's stuff behind it that I don't yeah care about, and uh, and then you gotta be you gotta be really. <laughs> careful with it because it is a, it's make, a volatile product yeah make sure it's uh not windy that's when right. you use it yeah and that's and then and, and follow the label instructions oh for yeah sure too but yeah it's a it's an effective product but it uh, really requires you to be alert and uh using it in the right way yeah but, but, uh, but that's not, it's not uncommon for that. <laughs> Even Roundup, a lot of people have done that with Roundup. He, he made me remember uh, there was a, a really one of the best and biggest farmers that we had uh, in the t Tennessee area, around Somerville, Tennessee, where I grew up. And uh, he, they used herbicide, of course. And uh, his wife was a Rosarian. And so one day he uh, he came in for lunch, time for lunch. So he par parked his herbicide rig out by too close to the rose planting, and, and, it, it, and it leaked. You know how, how but yeah. it was a boom sprayer. Well, just the fact that it had uh, the it, material yeah. on uh, yeah. after spraying would be. <laughs> Might be volatile enough to, and so he didn't think anything about it. Went back to spraying the next day, and about a uh, less than a week, her roses were dying, huh. and they couldn't figure out what. They called a county agent, and they couldn't figure out what. And then, I think she finally figured it out. Uh huh. And uh, he had some. Uh, of course, he bought all new roses. Oh. <laughs> but uh, if you're tr uh, some of the some of the uh, uses that Jerry has mentioned, stick with the cut vine and stump killer because that's easier to use and it's a limit. They've got uh, have they got um, yeah spray like that too? Yeah, absolutely. spray nozzle. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, then you also have the little brush. That's what uh, if you if you cut your unwanted seedlings, uh, hackberries and, and uh, china, <laughs> china berries, and then you just you just rub that little bit of that product on that uh, cut, and it takes out the roots. Yeah, you've got to you've got to do that. If you, if uh, are you you'll be fighting those sprouts when you when you cut back sprouts. You have seven. Guess what? Seven stems. <laughs> There's more sprouts mm -hmm. coming. So that's, that has been a w wonderful product uh, to solve that problem for people. And it also seems to solve, uh, I've used it in the rose bed and the edges. Yeah, of it does seem it to does translocate in the soil. Yeah, it doesn't soul. have that volatile, doesn't seem to have the volatile characteristics like the the remedy, regular remedy treatment does. But you got to watch for drift, uh, like on a windy day like this. Well, that's uh -huh. what my favorite sure was blowing off. For sure, with the remedy. You do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyway, uh, right. it was it was he was kind of a nice he was a very nice guy.
And he was. He, li- he even though he's a savage. He, yeah. Yeah. he listens to our show okay. almost every time. Hey, all right. But he never calls in. All right. Because he doesn't want to take up too much time. But anyway. Hey, we need to take a break. We'll do it while Trace is on the phone so he can join us next uh, next segment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, before we take a break, though, let's talk about Second Nature Compost Soil and Mulch. If you are looking for uh, ways to amend your uh, yard to, to make it better, you need to add soil. You need to get some topsoil. You need to get mulch to uh, keep that uh, keep that bed and uh, keep the those trees uh, uh, from... Uh, How uh, much mulch should you buy? Well... That's interesting you say that, my friend, because what you, there's a project calculator at their website, txcompost.com, and so you can just give the measurements, and by the way, they'll help you too. If you're trying to find out what you're trying to mulch, uh, they'll help you with that as well. But yeah, uh, spring is almost here. Uh, we, we don't quite leave the winter, as we uh, found out for next weekend. We're going to have some stuff. But uh, you'll find soils, uh, four different soils, different composts, different mulches. They're located on Nelson Road, which is in southwest San Antonio, right there by uh, Traders Village. Uh, and Nelson Road, where the Nelson Brush Dump was. Jerry pointed that out yesterday. And you can call them. They're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 5. They'll get you directions over there. They gave me good directions. And I, I visited with them on Friday. And uh, some folks for the... Uh, you, you, you may hear their commercial on other stations, but we started it, and some folks from our station called them right away at 210-960-6440. 210-960-6440. And uh, you can go online and find out much more about them at um, txcompost.com. You can have things delivered. You can uh, <laughs> go pick them up yourself. That's txcompost.com. And here's the deal. Your first order, mention the answer. And you'll save 15%. Now we'll take a break. Come back in a moment on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Where the moon swings low On the Alamo In a garden fair Where roses grow In the tender light of the summer night I can see her wander to and fro And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer Trace is on the porch with us. And uh, we're playing music uh, to honor the Alamo today. Today marks the, the anniversary of the fall. Uh, and on this day in 1836... Jerry wasn't there. You sure? Um, there are people that blame him. <laughs> he could have been from Tennessee. You know, yeah, he, Jerry, some of my relatives. He you knows know. where that yeah, came from. Yeah, I was going to say. There was more Tennesseans there than yeah. people from around here. Well, because all the folks from Tennessee came here. Well, that's what I tell people. I said, you know, David must have had something in mind to to ride that far. Do you know? They I, were they were all leaving I, Tennessee. I, I, That's I what have, I learned in Texas I, history. I have trouble, I have trouble figuring why in the hell when I drive it, you know. But oh. think of riding it because Texas offered horse. opportunity. 
Yeah, I guess so. All right, if you're a Texas history buff, tell us why there were so many people from Tennessee here. <laughs> I think they were. Well, they were following Davy too. He was a rep- yeah. House of Representative and a legend and everything else. Okay. And I, I still believe <laughs> in that there's treasure in that well. Oh. There's treasure in that well. In the basement of the Alamo, too, yeah, I hear there's some right, treasure. Right, right. <laughs> Trace, did you understand that Pee Wee Herman reference? Yeah. No, I did not. <laughs> okay, so. I have to think about What's that. going on, Trace? Uh, it's just uh, another day in the neighborhood, then. We'll oh, it's a good day, too. We'll Lots of people Pee-wee out Herman, here. Pee Wee Herman, we'll do a, a Mr. Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> did, you find, did you find your uh, porter weed? Oh yeah, I, I I didn't look for it. I told no. you I told you it was here. I don't I don't know where here is. It's here somewhere. Not someplace on the. Uh, my assumption is twenty down, acres. My <laughs> assumption is down there by the uh, behind the palms. Okay, <laughs> that's where I saw him put the lantana between there. the palms and the ditch. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay. Hey, you want to talk to? We got Will on the line. Should we talk to him about Ruby Crush? I I think we should. Will is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Will. Welcome to Millburgers hey Gardening South Texas. How you doing? Just fine, thanks. I just wanted to check and see if they got the Ruby Crush in. I've been out there a couple times, and I just hadn't had them in. I enjoyed them last year. They've done very well. and just wanted. I did get so, the rodeo tomato, but I was interested in getting some Ruby Crush. So they've come and gone. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> so uh, call back on like Wednesday afternoon. That'd be my guess is yeah. when the next batch is going to show up. Uh, I did order some. That doesn't mean they'll mm-hmm. materialize. And yeah. there's never a clue of how long they're going to last. It only takes one person to wipe out yeah. <laughs> swaths of tomatoes. Yeah, I found that so, out coming out a couple times. So, but so no problem. Call, I just call and then the answer is if they say yes. Did you say mm-hmm. save me how many however many you want? Whatever you want. Okay. Uh, otherwise, good. by the time you get here, they may not be here again. Okay. Sounds good. I appreciate it much. Thank you, Will. Did okay. you have a good Take success care. with your Ruby Crush? I guess so. Oh, yes. Yes, very much so. Uh, in fact, I, I even took some of the seeds uh, from the Ruby Crush, and I um, processed the seeds, and I took some up with me to Alaska to my daughter, and we're going to see how they're going to do up there in her, in her greenhouse. Well, that that well, they work in Alaska because they're fast maturing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You know, when when you're growing stuff up there, you gotta grow it during the frost-free time, which is not oh, yeah. a long time. They're gonna be in a green, they're gonna be in a greenhouse, so I'm assuming it's here. Yeah. Well, yeah, but, a, yeah. I grew yeah. mine outside when I was. I, we lived up there 23 years before we moved down here, and I did grow them out on. Uh, up there outside, but I usually put them on the south side of the house where they got a lot more warmth and a lot more sun, and they did very well. But not Ruby Crush, but other tomatoes. So my question for Jerry on this is, did he actually send Ruby Crush seeds, or did he send something I, else? <laughs> I think uh, I think it'll, it'll mainly come back from seed. I, I mean, most plants will be the Ruby Crush okay. seed. Okay. Okay. Seed. Well, she, yeah, she just planted a uh, seeded a bunch. They came up real nice. Oh, uh, good. She, she she doesn't need that many of them, but uh, we'll give it a try. And we're yeah. going to do the same thing with the rodeo this year. If the rodeo does well here, I'll I'll take some. <laughs> seeds when they're up, when up they're up there. and going, you should send some pictures to Milton. That way we can yeah, there you we go. can we figure will. out how to post them somewhere. That'd be good. Yeah, we, I just took um, blue bonnet seeds up there too, and they did they did okay, but not really great. 
the ones that self-seeded didn't seem like they did the best, except for, you know the ones that she tried to seed. Uh, yeah. She got plants out, and then they, they seemed like they did better self-seeding in the gravel and stuff like that. Yeah, that's good. Uh, good. Does, does she have, do they have the regular, the tall lupine up there? Oh, yeah. Yep, they have. We have there was lots of those up there. Yeah, they yeah. Should, they those grow, are pretty. They grow, yeah, they grow alongside the road like the blue bonnets grow down there. There you so. go. There you go. Yep, it is. That that would yep, be the nice. best lupin to use up in that area, obviously. Oh, what oh is, yeah. What is what is the state flower of Alaska? Uh, I don't know. I'm, are I'm you, asking. Are you gonna, you're going to ask me a hard question. I'm not real sure what it is. Mil- 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 Milton's going to have us an answer. <laughs> right. Mil- Milton will know. Another, another, yeah, another, another. Thanks to Google, Milton seems like he's an expert. <laughs> another, uh, another flower. Th- what was it again? Uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> no. Go ahead. You talk to me. Uh, It'll come to me in a minute. A, was it a columbine? Oh, columbine. Is, very well. uh, forget columbine me now. Forget me now. Okay. Hmm. I guess we forgot it. <laughs> yeah, we did. That's why we. <laughs> I, I want to ask one more thing. Do you? Do you happen? Do you, <laughs> Do you happen to remember the varieties of tomatoes that you grew when you were up there? No, it was whatever they got up there. Um, I, I, whatever they got into the greenhouses up there, we recently oh, okay. purchased. Okay. Yeah, uh, I can't really tell you. Um, my daughter gets different ones up there, too, um, but she usually gets the plants because they get a, a faster chance oh, to okay. grow faster. Yeah, yeah right. Like it's short a very short, well, you know where it's very short growing season, so it makes a big difference. But okay. if you can get yeah. them inside, they do very well. But it <laughs> amazes me. I was up there for a um, conference, and they toured us in these old, the old uh, shopping centers, huge uh, buildings that were used as plant storage <laughs> in the wintertime, uh-huh. you know. Uh, the, the residents each had a little section of it, and mm-hmm. that's where they put yeah. their their plants. It was just amazing, <laughs> and I, it looked to me like there were people that spent more time in their in the building there with their plants <laughs> than they did outside in the cold weather. Yeah, they yeah. grow well, they grow some humongous cabbage and cold crops well, up there. And, and, and pumpkins and cabbage. And uh, yeah. the the blue lobelias are yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they do baskets of lobelia, uh, geraniums. Uh, yeah, the yeah, baskets up there right. just super nice. Great, you bet. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, good, good talking for to you calling. Guys, Thank you, Will. I'll let you know how the ruby crush and how how they do it here and how they do it up there. Email okay. me, Milton, at klup.com. We want to see. And if they all are okay, similar to Ruby Crush or identical, because yeah. you might have some uh-huh. variations in there. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Okay. okay, sounds good, guys. Thanks. Enjoy 308 Yeah, I'm glad, Will. 210-308-8867. We got a text from a, a listener that we have up in Omaha, Nebraska. He's having trouble. I have to get some details, but... Uh, He's trying to grow tomatillos, and he's not very successful yeah, year after year. No, they're no, not, they're not very successful up there. Why? They're not very successful down here, as a matter <laughs> of fact. Oh, uh, that's a. You know what tomatillos are? They're they're husked. A lot of people call them husked tomatoes, and they're uh, they're in the tomato family. I don't know if they're like a persicum, but uh, they're in the Solanaceae family. Uh, but the uh, um, they're shy bearers a lot of times. Oh, 
They do. That. That's sweet. People, but they use them in uh, sauces, I think. Uh, and they, Mexican uh, some patch of, some patches of woods in Minnesota. They were they were grow there. But Is they, that right? Yeah, but there was, you're right. There wasn't always a lot of fruit. Yeah, right. Why don't they like Omaha? <laughs> Well, the, like I said, they don't like anywhere. I don't oh, okay. Like. Now we do. But that, they they must grow them in uh, in Mexico because uh, is that they, right the that's store? one of the main ingredients in uh, the sauces. Okay. That they put on tamales and stuff. Would our tomatoes grow well? Oh yeah. Like the. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They'd only get one crop in. Oh yeah, because uh, not like yeah. us. But but the plants may last well over the entire uh, growing season. Okay, because it's cool and nice. Another another uh, listener asked. You need to speak in the mic there. We can asked about (laughs) uh, asked about the peppers when in general the he was interested in the shishitsu the she she shishitsu pepper. That's uh, what she was saying. And the. but I think uh, the the main question is, in general, Trace, when do you think they'll be on here at the nursery? So peppers become more and more available as we get warmer and warmer. Right. So historically, last week of March, first week of April, will probably be the biggest selection. Okay. Somewhere in there, depending on the weather. Uh, the, uh, the, is that that a super hot pepper? I don't know. He's it. he, It's a S-H-I-S-H-I-T-O. Yeah, but that's a that super what hot. Lo- what am I looking up now? S H I S H I T O. Okay, the pepper. All right. So you're not looking it up. You are the great Karnak. No, uh, that's correct. Yes. <laughs> I'm getting a sense that they are. Are they hot? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Me? Because it says they're mild. Okay. They're from Japan. Oh. The flavor is kind of, you know, when I had mine, the flavor was kind of sweet, slightly smoky. Not spicy, but, you know, careful. I don't know why they write that. I'm close enough to slap you. Oh, man. one in ten will be hot. One in what? Ten. <laughs> I don't believe that. Is that like your 10% chance yeah, of rain? I don't believe that. Okay. Okay. Are they hotter? One question is on Google. I don't think I've heard of them. Have you seen them on a market no. here? No, never. Hotter than bell peppers, but much, much milder than jalapenos. What good is it then? <laughs> yeah, you're clearly from Texas. <laughs> All right, South Texas anyway. Okay. Okay. Okay, thank you. So so you mentioned something that could happen. You said Columbine. Yeah. So there is a chance that I might get some Columbine, Texas gold, this Where coming week. Where? Wow. Wow. I'm not telling you. Yeah, don't tell. <laughs> First, they got to show up. Yeah, uh, but we have not seen any available since Snowmageddon. Oh yeah, because Calvin used to say the seed, or used to grow them in his yard, along with Gene. What was her name? Uh, Gene Peterson. Yeah, Gene Peterson, and I had to, and uh, Passmore, uh, Passmore. K yeah. Passmore, yeah. All of those people. <laughs> have moved out of the state or passed away. And so I would get the seed, take it to uh, uh, Nan, that worked for Color Spot. She's passed too. And 
and uh, the whole the whole system died out. And then they'd send the seed to Colorado, and they would grow the seedlings and send them back to uh, Color Spot, the nursery. Uh, so what I hear, Milton, is February. it's dangerous to be one of Jerry's friends. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're reading that right. Okay. Or, or that I use a lot of old friends, have a lot of old friends. It could be that, too. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867. We're going to uh, catch you up with the, uh, the, uh, the news, and we'll be right back in just a moment. 210-308-8867. More in a moment. On Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. This is the. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Jerry just disappeared. I'm sure he'll be back. Oh, yeah. Oh, darn. Oh, darn. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> so uh, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Yeah, the promise of porter weed. I forgot about that before I left. Do we know? Uh, where did he say it was? It was uh, over on. Well, no, he didn't. He didn't really. He knew it was on the nursery, but he didn't uh, knew th- know the specifics. He kind of pointed it. Uh, there's oh. Mary. I'll bet Mary knows where. I it bet is. you're right. All right. Porter weed. We're on the air, but do you know where the porter weed is? It got hurt. Okay. Oh no, poor porter weed. What happened? It got the cold. It got hurt. By the <laughs> cold. We'll explain later. <laughs> so it's it's uh, according to Mary, it may be pulled. Uh. Heartbreak. Right. Two one zero. Oh, it is the heartbreaking saga of porter weed. 210-308-8867. brings back memories of Paul. Paul Cox. Yeah. <laughs> 210-308-8867. We need Purple Martin reports. Uh, let's Our see. Brown Sparrow report. Either one. At this point, <laughs> make Jerry happy. I'm betting on the Brown Sparrows. You think we'll get reports on those soon? Oh, yeah. We need to find out from our wren lady if she ever got uh, her wren out of the attic or if it's still there. <laughs> How long would a wren live in the attic? Well, they, uh, not very long. Oh dear! But they, the, the, good <laughs> n- the good news is that they get, uh, they do their exploring, and then they get serious about getting out. Usually, I think that's what she felt like. This wren was at that stage of its, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, life. And so I've, I've always, I've always found that they're, they're relatively easy to get them out. Some, some other. So other birds are not so easy. To mm-hmm. get we needed you and here. Bats are hard to get on. Because Mark just said, "Kiss it goodbye." I couldn't believe he said that. <laughs> Mark said Mark. that. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't you think it would have been more humane no. to use my badminton? No, man? no, I do not. And, no, and, I do not. And knock it out. Uh, no. And then let it out. Get it. Take it outside. Let it yeah. revive. Yeah. Let it revive. No. Fly away, no. A happy little wren. I don't think she could actually get it. Not that. Not that. I think that was the issue. She could. Like, couldn't really get into some the attics. Attic. It's a little hard to, yeah. to swing your. Uh, yeah, you're, you can't quite <laughs> get the furl backhand into the. Yeah. I wonder. Uh, well, I was going to say probably an interesting story how she detected that the 
wren was. Oh, how it was a wren, yeah. Except they, well, she, said, little it was, bitty she said it was chirping or bitty. it was kind of. Well, yeah, they're they're very noisy. Yeah, little, she said it was noisy. You, you swear, you know, you, when you when you're out there on the patio or something, you hear that you swear it's, a, <laughs> you know, a blue Blow, jay sized plant <laughs> and it's a, a blue jay sized bird, but it's a tiny little wrens. Uh, All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. The number to call to be a part of today's show. What? <laughs> go ahead. What? You do you want to get that number again? Do you want to? Sure. Two one zero. There you go. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Thank you. Again, uh, that number two. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, I was looking through the through the uh, sales items this week, uh-huh. and uh, I, I came up one one that said uh, on fruit trees, and they had a a picture, beautiful picture, of a peach tree harvest uh, a peach tree with harvester fruit on it it's called the varieties harvester and uh, i couldn't help but think that's of that's too uh, early for harvesting uh-huh it what isn't that too early, early? i was just going to tell you yeah we, we don't uh, harvester is recommended for the hill country yeah. but i don't think we recommend it much down here because it's a high too high chilling yeah fly, uh my Florida, my Florida Kings are blooming up at you. Uh, there you storm. go. <laughs> and uh, I always th- thought of uh, Bluford Hancock. Uh, was he your major professor? Or? No. Uh, but he was... Uh, Calvin Lyons. Yeah. David was, Byrne. He was department. Well, no, he wasn't department head either. Anyway, he uh, hired most of the good old boys that turned out in extension horticulture. Guess who else he hired? Who? Neil Sperry. Wow. <laughs> and me. Okay. And kept so Neil bu- Sperry, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, but Bluford, would, Bluford g- gave talks on pecans and peaches. But when he did the talk on peaches, he showed one peach picture, one beautiful peach picture, and talked about all the peach harvest all peach varieties in there but uh like kevin was saying uh we're excited about la feliciana and florida king uh for for good peaches varieties to plant in this area and we have a good supply of those new uh, new supply of it coming in or already come in and I, I imagine June I still Gold. Like, I still like June Gold, too. June Gold was the one I had uh, back when I had my, <laughs> I had a sp- I had Spring Gold, which was a real early small yeah, peach yeah. that nobody uses anymore, and June Gold, and June Gold was reliable and sold well, and that yeah. it was always ready at the end of May. Yeah. That's why they call it June Gold. Oh. I, was, I was trying to figure that out. If it's right at the end of May. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it means you, you can harvest. sell it in June. Yeah, okay. it in all June. right. Yeah, I was right at that <laughs> border. And I was gonna mention Red Baron, but uh, that we had last year, but uh, because of the supplies, we don't have any uh, this year. Well, there were seven. I'd have to go check and see if they're still yeah. out there. Yeah, that one. I know Jerry li- likes the. Peach production part of it too, but I well, I think the main point of that 
Red Baron, if you see one and you got room in full sun, oh, yeah. they're unbelievable in terms of the bloom. They're double, mm. double red. They bloom early, relatively early, mm-hmm. and they bloom a long time. Yeah. They'll be b- blooming, uh, if I remember right, they bloom, they'll start blooming just a l- little bit after the Florida King, but and then bloom through to the uh, same time La Feliciana is blooming, oh, too. Okay, so. that's good. There. I thought you had one. I got one. Huh? I got I've got one now, but I oh. don't. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but you know, if you uh, remember, the last few years have not been the greatest. Uh, no uh, peach blooming <laughs> y- years. The cold and the yeah. warm warm winters. Oh. So, do you have a prediction for this year? No. Okay. Well, I think that the, the chill chill factors are enough? pretty good. Yeah, right now. Like, are are we? Am I wrong? I don't, I don't know. Last that we heard from uh, Larry and... I, I'll say, oh, you mean the chill hours? Yeah. You know, last I talk, last time I talked to Dr. Stein, uh, they were in, in, in the hole big time. I mean, they uh 400 hours. Huh. Because mm. the, the, the Florida King looks w- wonderful. Good. Uh, That's but why I, we've kind of switched over to... Florida yeah, King. And they seem to be readily available. Right, Trey? I think I have them. Florida King. I think I have them. You think you have them? I think I have them. You better have them. And uh, you've got a law for Louisiana, don't you? I do. That's his favorite. Yeah. I knew that. So I, I like they give him all those Frenchy names, Milton, don't you? Law for Louisiana? That's kind of French. What from else? Texas? What was the other name june gold is that french no okay but i i th- thinking of love louisiana doesn't mm-hmm. that remind you of french yeah should it is it maybe it came out of louisiana oh okay. uh, <laughs> i knew he was <laughs> heading somewhere i, I, I was baiting him for yeah that. okay I where, took, I where, took where, where in louisiana well, how does <laughs> east, east west it, louisiana northwest louisiana no it's uh, it came out of the university oh well, lsu yeah yeah but I, I, where do they get French in Louisiana? Louisiana uh, Purchase. Is it that, a, no. even is dignify it, that? Is it a Cajun thing? No, Cajun's a French thing. Cajun yeah. is French and or no, it's Creole is French and yeah. Lafayette. Is Cajun Acadiana? It doesn't matter. This is this doesn't make for good gardening <laughs> radio. Keep moving. Keep moving. Uh, okay. 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 I just thought I'd. Give it's okay. Keep, keep moving. Brag on his home state. Yeah, lots of French people in Louisiana. <laughs> also, lots of French words, <laughs> streets. We've got we've got those variety available, and also to, to to find out what people should be doing at this time of the year. There's two things I always count on. I count on uh, Niels Perry newsletter. And, of course, Calvin's uh, articles mm-hmm. in the paper. And I also count on our sales items mm-hmm. li- listing. Because this, the, this w- for this week, uh, I guess it'll be through Monday, uh, it says, prepare your lawn for spring. High-yield weed and grass stopper with dimension. And Trace tells me that that's... Uh, about the economic, most economical uh, uh, 
grasshopper that you can a grasshopper uh, high yield weed and grasshopper is one of the most economical uh, pre-emergence that you can buy for sticker birds. Yeah, now I, I know our people in Wilson County will be u- interested in this because they have I think I think some of them have uh, grass birds down there, sticker birds. Some of them. Yeah, some of them. And uh, and cutter ants. <laughs> and <laughs> this doesn't kill. No, it doesn't. Okay. <laughs> and it's a a twelve pound bag covers. 3,500 square feet, regularly, 24.99. Uh, sale, two for forty dollars. Mm-hmm. So that's twenty dollars a piece. Where regularly, uh, you'd pay twenty-five dollars a piece. There we go. All right, I think we may have a question walking up. I don't know if she wants to be on the air or not. There, uh, Did you want to come on the air with us? So what is the what is the official name of that product, Trace? It is oh, High wow. Yield with Weed and Grass Stopper with, with dimension. dimension. That's a and fun. Crew is, ano- uh, crew is another one Rose. that's available. Okay, so Lady Trace is going to help her. Rose. 210. Lady 310-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Trace, you want to help us, too? We're going to talk to uh, Matt. Jerry's going to help. Oh. Oh. All right. Matt's on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Matt. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you guys uh, for having me. Sure. What's going on? Uh, a couple of questions, if I may. Uh, number one is my geraniums. They've not yet bloomed or budded, and I was wondering if I needed to cover those up with the uh, potential freeze in the forecast. What What about them? Did they... He's got geraniums. Well, I would... Uh, yeah, I'd, I think I'd... Yeah, have you got them in a sheltered location? Well, I've got them in a, in a, in a small planting area right at my front door, which faces south, but but I can cover them up with row cover if need be. Well, I just well, didn't know if they needed to be covered. I, I'm not covering uh, uh, the plants, but uh, if you're in the hill country, um, you would you would cover. The predi- The uh, diagnosis or the prediction is... Uh, 27 for the low there. In the hill country. Yeah. And at 33, it's supposed to be in, in San Antonio area. Okay, but okay. Now, how, are they just in containers? No, 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 no. They're in a little planting bed. Oh, okay. Uh, very, very yeah. small. Uh, well, then just go if you got the if it's convenient, just cover them. So get, okay. Get, okay. Get something that you can stick in between them so that you can lift the cloth up off of them. You'll have less breakage. Sure. And uh, you'll actually create more dead air space, so they'll stay warmer. Okay. Great. Great. And then my second question is: for the first time in my vegetable garden, I uh, I've put down. Uh, alfalfa for a mulch uh knowing that it's high in nitrogen is anybody any, any recommendations or thoughts on that and you and it's just cut you didn't see yeah it, i thought you know. alfalfa, I, I got a bale of alfalfa hay and and it's and, I, and i've been told that they don't have to use the picloram or any of the any of the uh, herbicides uh-huh. on on that type of uh on alfalfa like they would on coastal so they're in the concern in that regard but i was just curious if anybody had any thoughts on that? 
Well, it's uh, it's positive. I mean, the fact that the, you've got uh, a high nitrogen green material that you're adding to the soil. Don't uh, don't over add it. I mean, because you can you can still you still have uh, potentially a nitrogen deficit for a short time as it's decomposing, but a, a little bit probably uh, will, and in certainly in the long term it adds to the the garden so my my okay. thought is uh, next winter when you're fallow uh, find some elbon rye or cereal rye and uh, plant that that'll actually help with a nematode situation and when you till it back under you add the nitrogen to the soil okay okay and by the way i heard you talking about the shishito peppers and uh i planted those this year for the first time so Excited to see what those bring. I've also, for the first time, planted poblanos, and I don't see a lot of that. Is that is that a should I expect to be successful in in those in those? And, up? I, and I did all I did all my my whole garden this year from seed. Poblano should be I, you should yeah you should be able to grow just about any pepper here. Where did you find the shish, uh, shishito? I, I I planted those from seed. I bought oh, them online okay. and in a in okay. a I think I bought them online, but. Uh, but I've heard uh, I've heard uh, they're really really good to uh, like you do broccoli in the oven uh, with some olive oil and salt and maybe some uh, some type of cheese or something on them uh, and garlic. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, really, you really, you really and our good. listener Blaine need to get together because it's <laughs> it seems to be one. I don't of know about ones. you, Calvin. I want him to bring me some once he's cooked. It. <laughs> yeah. That's a good idea. That's, that's how we test the, yeah. test yeah. the uh, pepper fruit. Very right. stringent Trees. testing process. And, and as we scarf it up, we'll keep this uh, sober look on our face. So, well, let me taste it again. See yeah, I uh, just want to make sure that I got this But, but it, it was not, uh, Milton read about it, and it was not uh, supposed to be very hot. It said one in ten were hot. Otherwise, yeah, it yeah, was that, like that. maybe a thousand Schofield units, and I think they said jalapenos were much much hotter than that. They compared them to jalapenos. Yeah, well, I'm doing uh, and I'm doing the poblanos because the wife asked. So you you know you always you always do that and and, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. so doing uh, some jalapenos as well. But this year also doing uh, celebrities and sun golds. And for the first time, I'm trying to champion two tomato and uh, better boy. Sounds good. Well, don't forget on June fourth we got our top tomato contest here. Will so, do. Will do. So talk to them, you know, make them, make them feel special, give them encouragement, and then compete for big money over here. Very good. Well, thank you guys for taking my call. Appreciate it. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the info. All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a quick break, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Born on a mountaintop in Tennessee, green estate in the land of the free. Raised in the woods so he knew every tree. Killed him a bar when he was only three. Davy, Davy Crockett. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Did you have a lot of bars near your house? Oh, God. 
uh, four. Four bars? Bar, hmm. yeah. <laughs> Dad, How many you Dad killed? I brought some uh, from back from uh, Alaska. Oh, when, okay. When the Air Force flew him up there to put on an exhibition. Oh, wow. And so we've got uh, two two blacks bears. Okay. And we've got some Kodak bears. Got uh, two beautiful Kodak bears. Yeah, but I have a feeling these bears are no longer with us. What? The, these are furs? These are... Yeah. Okay. They were before my father uh, yeah brought them back to tennessee now they have to share counter space with the uh, english sparrows yes uh, i guess so yeah <laughs> uh, you said bar so yeah. i'm sitting there thinking what's the closest drinking hole in my house uh, yeah <laughs> hmm. you killed him a bar hmm. uh robert's on the line at 210-308-8867 what's going on robert oh uh, yeah I, I was getting ready to say if Dr. Parsons has four bars at his house. I need to find out what where he lives. <laughs> That's right. Well, there used uh, to be a lot of black bears in Tennessee, but okay. I think I think they're making a comeback. Good. All yeah, right. I lived in Florida, Central Florida, for three years. We had yeah. a lot of black bears there too, yeah. which a lot of people yeah. didn't know. Anyhow, yeah. just real quick on the shishito pepper. I actually grew some last year. I mainly use it's a really good, crisp, fresh tasting pepper, no heat trace. Um, but it actually, I eat a lot of hot peppers. I actually like these. They have a really good flavor. Just something different on salads, coleslaws. You know, I'd use them with eggs. Uh, Did you, but do, you mix like hot, do you mix hot peppers with them, or is they they just by themselves? Um, most things I make have hot peppers in them, so it'd be an addition. But I do make a lot of things that I make a wimpy and a hot version of, so this was adequate for the wimpy version. For those people who can't eat the heat, take the heat. And they just they have a good <laughs> flavor to them. What do they look like? I mean, are they uh, like banana peppers it, or green peppers? It looks, like, it looks like probably half the length of what you would consider a typical long banana pepper. And they do shrivel a little bit. So it's not, you know, the banana pepper is almost, you know, a uniform size like a banana. I guess why they named it that. But um, it's more of a, it's, it's more shrunken in a little bit. Um, probably the gentleman called earlier said he's grown poblanos. I think they're probably going to taste a lot like a fresh poblano. But we normally just eat those cooked. So I don't know. Ah, okay. Cool. But they're smaller peppers. It's like a, about the size of a large jalapeno. It's not a uh, banana pepper size. But so what I hear like is you've peppers. got a, a lot of dishes that you're going to bring us to sample. Well, it depends. Yeah. I, I may bring a few. I, I have not, I haven't obviously, time of year, haven't bought pepper plants yet. And I didn't get any seeds this year for peppers or have any from, so I'll have to wait till they come out. And I honestly, God, I found that. Somewhere last year, I found that. I'd heard about it. I'd never seen them, never heard of them. And I actually found that at one of the big box stores. Um, yeah. Despite, you know, it was, a, it was they had them labeled. And I thought, well, I'm going to buy one and try it. I've never, you know, I know we have limited growers and all that, but I tr- tr- always try to support y'all and other local nurseries so I don't buy plants at box stores. But I did, I know for a fact I bought that shishito at a box store last spring. So as a transplant, huh? yeah, yes, sir. yeah, it was a transplant. Okay, and I don't know if it was, I'm sitting. I'm actually at Tractor Supply right now. I don't know if it was here or you know one of the other big box you know home improvement stores because they all sell the Bonnie plants. So yeah, right. 
It must, anyhow, have come, must have come from Bonnie. Bonnie and Beeville, yes, sir. <laughs> All so, right. Well, Thank Bonnie's you, sir. also in Arkansas and Tennessee and everywhere. Well, but we don't care about those, sir. We only care about the ones in South Texas. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> support. We have to support local somehow. There you go. That's good. Okay. Thank you, Robert. Good day. And, and Trace, you if too. you can get them, I'm sure you'll sell them quick and people will like them. Well, Jer- Jerry's got the, the <laughs> real grande wi- go. The whisper to the growing operation. <laughs> well, More so uh, than we me. have no seed. I don't know where to get the seed. Well, I'm well, sure if they you- start looking, they can get it. Compared to the Rio Grande Gold, these the shishito are a thinner skinned or meated pepper, nope. and that way that may be why it has a little bit exaggerated taste because there's not as much meat to it. They're a little crunchier, so they have a lot. They just have a lot of flavor. That's all. They taste good. And like I said, I eat habaneros and serranos typically, so I'm not eating this pepper for its heat. I'm eating it for its flavor. <laughs> so you're you you've grown it. You've grown Rio Grande Gold too. As well, I did one. I did one year, and I just here again. It's I normally I grow bell pepper, yeah, for cooking, and I grow banana pepper for my wife. No, okay. I don't normally eat, and to me, the real granny gold was it was not a hot pepper, so I had no real use in growing it. That's right. It's a, it's closer to Twister Bell bell pepper, but but Correct. you know what else? I bet that pepper that you're talking about. Causes you to belch if you eat a lot of them. Well, I don't real, know. A real grande gold pepper is probably the only belchless pepper in the world. Now, I've been blessed with a extremely cast iron <laughs> uh, digestive system. Let me yeah, put it you've like been, that. been eating all those hot peppers. So, yeah. so my answer is, is it the pepper or is it the beer? No, well, they, they go, go hand in hand. <laughs> they that, they always do. Yes, sir. All right, All right guys. Y'all, thanks, sure y'all. Have a great you take day. care, man. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. All right, we're gonna have a pepper contest. All right, Uh-oh. good. This has made me hungry. Uh-huh. So, uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be getting Carolina Reapers in. All right, <laughs> when's our pepper contest? I, I don't know. I gotta go timing wise. We gotta figure it's out. Be later than yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> Got to figure out a name for it. July 4th, maybe. July 4th? Okay. Fireworks. Kind of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, get, good? we'll get there. Do, right. you, do you know, as I get was... Get your peppers go- ready. <laughs> as I was going through my refrigerator, the stockpile of a refrigerator, yes. I found a very few seed of the hot Rio Grande Gold pepper. Oh, there was a hot Rio Grande Gold? There was Gold? a hot one. Oh, I didn't know that. And uh, so maybe I'll grow that for Trace. Yeah, he'd like that. I would. I don't know if the seed will germinate. It's got to be old seed. Okay. But, yeah, Ben had a hot Rio Grande gold pepper. So I know that we've heard Carolina Reaper for heat. Is there anything hotter? Oh, no. I'm sure. Well, okay. first came uh, Habanero, the Habanero pepper. Right. And uh, then I uh, forget the next one that came along, but th- there was one one or two in between that Carolina uh, re- Reaper. And is that now considered the hottest that we can grow? Or? I think there's one hotter than Carolina. Poor Trace. How's he going to do this? I, <laughs> I think they've come up with a couple, of, but so much depends on where they're grown, too. You can 
say all you want, but you know the pH of the soil oh. makes a difference in in the heat. So what does that mean? So for us, <laughs> we're, we're alkaline. So theoretically, uh, to my knowledge, we should be a hotter growing. Pepper. Oh, okay. Than one that's grown in an acidic situation. <laughs> M- must be right because Jerry doesn't know. No, no, that's right. He just shook his head and agreed with you. <laughs> oh, you got hibiscus in. I see one or to the the orange hibiscus over there. Yep, we got tropical, tropical hibiscus. Yep. We've had the Altheas. Oh, that's right. Which is a hibiscus. That's the blue angel. Or do we have blue angels? Still? We have. Because you got like a zillion of them. Well, <laughs> I think you sold all, but uh, how I, many? Like fifty. I got a lot. Of, I got a lot of Blue Angel. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't going to run out in March like I did last year. No. How's your bald and burlap uh, crepe myrtles doing? They're here. Good. Or at least everything that we can we uh, we ordered that showed up. There was stuff that we ordered that didn't show up. <laughs> and yesterday you were talking about your mountain laurels. Yep. Five gallon, five gallon five mountain hat. laurels. I thought we were for sure going to be three or four years before we saw them again, but uh, we found some. That's good because I know people like them, and they should. They're oh yeah, Jerry gets angry with me. Theoretically, I, Columbine this week. Texas theoretically, Gold. theoretically, Ruby Crush. Theoretically, I can look at my phone. Okay, theoretically. Because yeah, you wanted him to call Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and you grew some good-looking strawberries there. <laughs> All right, two one zero, three zero eight. 8867 210 And uh, let's see, what else you got going on over there? Jerry, are you, are you looking for oh, something? Yeah, okay. I was looking for when uh, Texas Gold Columbine was made a Texas superstar. Oh, okay. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what uh, what Trace is getting in as uh, Texas Gold Columbine. Theoretically. Theoretically, yes. All right, so from the main supplier, there's four types of peppers. Uh-huh. Aladdin, Aristotle, Jalapeno Hot, oh, five, sorry, uh, Poblano, and Sweet Banana. In tomato, four and a half inch, we're hopefully going to get Bobcat, Celebrity, 8849, Patio, Red Deuce, and Tycoon. Let's see, what, what was that guy calling in for yesterday? Uh, what cat? Uh, not at one Valley cat. Valley cat. I didn't hear any red snapper. Didn't no, know. that would be correct. Let me look at the gallon cans. Cause no the, fish? <laughs> no me, fish, tomato? Let me make this big enough where I can read it. <laughs> in one gallon, 88.23, red deuce. Dwarf Cherry Surprise. All right. Tycoon. And twenty two fifty five. this year's Rodeo Tomato. Yeah, that was... That and did well for I, And people. I bought almost all of them, so if you don't come here, you're probably not going to get any. Yeah, that gallon will really give you a, a boost. And according to Aggie Horticultural, Aggie Horticulture website, Texas uh, Gold Columbine became a uh, Texas superstar in 1993. Yeah. Okay. It was early. Now, I did order some tomatoes to come in this week, probably a little later, that you may or may not agree with. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But, like, Black Cram, J.D. Black, uh, Rutgers, I think. Yeah. There's about 
10 different varieties, give or take, between two other suppliers that we got to try because there's, the, there's a tomato plant shortage going on. Yeah, they're black tomatoes, right? Well, those two. The, re- yeah. the rest of them were all were normal. Regular. Well, I say normal. Yeah, uh. some, <laughs> some were pear-shaped. and Yeah. Yeah. Evelyn and Bert are on the line. Evelyn's up first. Got a pepper question. Hi, Evelyn. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Good. Like What's going help. on? Doing Hello. okay. Yeah, doing well. Okay. Good. <laughs> What's your question? What can? How can we help you? Oh, about the sashio peppers. I yeah. Think I know where you can get some seed, probably. I know somebody that's growing them, but I don't know if I should say it on radio, though. No, a, you could. It's another just... program that I listen to early in the morning. Oh, you could email them, I guess. Email me the thing. Can you well, do that? Well, I don't. I don't do that. Don't though. do email. Okay. Well, she could talk to the screener, and tell them what it yeah, is. Yeah, she then... could. You could tell uh, Al, and Al will oh. get all the information. Okay. Evelyn, have you seen any purple martins yet? No, I have not. I don't have a house anymore. I used to, and the trees got too big, and the sparrows and the. Uh, Those darn sparrows. Yeah. What are you? Those sparrows are ruining Evelyn's life. Are you telling me you took the thing down for because you had sparrows? No, and that that wasn't the only reason. (laughs) (laughs) The trees got too big, and they don't want to go under there either. So, yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, That is a good point, Uh, and one of the things to be really to encourage uh, success Mm -hmm. is you have a lot of open space for the martins and their housing. So. I used to like to listen to them chatter. Oh, yeah, they do chatter. Sparrows chatter. Especially after you clean your windows really good. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you notice how she, let's see, she's got things that uh, she's naturally attracted to things like sparrows and horse herb (laughs) that... Yeah, no, I don't grow well. Attracted or a magnet for And do well in her garden yeah. area. She does not want them. But she doesn't want them. I think, it, so I, I think Evelyn includes Jerry in her uh, <laughs> category with horse herb. Maybe. English can't sparrows. get rid of any of them. You horse got to herb, learn. Jerry, sparrow. You've got to learn to love those. I love birds, but not those because they bring in. Mites and lice and all what? that. What? Oh, yeah. All birds do that. I can't. No, I, I think just the sparrows. Well, I got a wren that's making a nest in the greenhouse now in my uh, hanging basket. All you have to do is get your tennis racket or badminton if you just want to knock uh, them out. No. And take care of business. Hey, uh, Evelyn, we're going to put you on hold <laughs> and then Al will get the info from you. And okay. He'll, he'll email it to me. Okay. Thanks, Evelyn. Hold on. Hi, Evelyn. Put, it, put Evelyn on hold. And actually, we'll, while you, before you get to her, we'll talk to Bert on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Bert? Hey, guys. I just wanted to put my one cent in on hot peppers. Uh, have you all ever heard of the scorpion pepper? That one is really quite hot. Uh, that is one of the hotter ones. Is it? Okay. I, I, it might even and be that, the hottest. Have you tasted it? I don't know. It's Trace? I've, I've, I've we had them for sale last year, but no, I never got. I never tasted one. No. Sounds gruesome. Well, I just found found out about it through a famous Louisiana hot sauce per, uh, company. They came out with it either last year or the year before, and it was. Um, you have to watch it. That's for sure. 
<laughs> Let's see. Sounds tasty. Now, what did you do? You didn't. Oh, you this couldn't says, eat it. It's too damn hot. There's a there's a special part of uh, several cemeteries for yeah. folks that have eaten that. <laughs> this, this is from no, 2000. I put it on the side. I put it on the side. And then I just like put the tip of a toothpick and it blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, that. That's uh, I, a, <laughs> I have a question about um, setsumas. If you come across setsumas and there's some seeds every now and then again, would those seeds be viable? Yes, they'll be viable yeah, okay. and and they'll come true from the mother tree, another tree, just like. If you find a seed in a in a miho, and you save that seed, you can plant it, and uh, uh, it'll come back with a miho tree. Okay, how many, great. How many years to production, though? It's about uh, three to five. I figure three or four, maybe, yeah. Maybe more. That's what uh, uh, our weatherman's uh Yeah, Changshaw. <laughs> took him they, to that. Oh, no, he took uh, they, Satsuma. He took, uh, oh, it was an orange, five they, years. Would they take good to the ground here or would just be rather in a container? Uh, does the seed? Yes. Uh, yeah, you can do, You can plant them in the ground. Uh, uh, it, it's probably better to plant them in a pot because when they come up, they're very little and, and weak. Understood. Uh, there in your cellar ceiling. Uh, and, uh, they're the same as the mother. And uh, that's uh, that's why we, when I first came here, uh, there were so many reports of the navel orange trees growing here that people had thrown the seed of a navel orange out and uh, yes. produced a ceiling tree. Well, they spit that's it out. That's interesting to know. Huh? They, they, they spit them out as yeah, a well, them. whatever. <laughs> and they got that's right, a beautiful navel oranges. Thank you, Bert. Bye, Bert. I want to thank Bert. you for entertaining. Thanks for entertaining midday Sunday. Yeah, good. <laughs> We're glad you enjoyed it. All right, so I've done some research here. Oh, so, so if you eat jalapenos and you find them hot, jalapenos are twenty five hundred to eight thousand on the Schofield unit scale. Scorpion peppers. Uh, average about 1.2 million oh, heat units. <laughs> some having heats of more than 2 million units. Are you sure you want to do this contest? You can do the contest. You sure you want to be the judge? <laughs> I'm thinking yes. All uh, right. Maybe I'll get David to do the, the hottest pepper. Yeah, let's do Let's let David do that. <laughs> He'll enjoy that. So, that's, we'll so who, who is this Schofield? I don't know. And he must have really liked peppers. Yeah, I don't know what Schofield is. Uh, Scoville. Scoville. Yeah, Scoville unit. Oh, Scoville? Scoville? Oh, okay, yeah, Scoville. Sorry, not Schofield. Scoville. Yeah, Scoville. Yeah, we need a dentist to do some research on who Scoville was. S-C-O-V-I-L-L. And what did he die from? Yeah. <laughs> it, may, it may have been this one. It's an interesting-looking pepper. Kind of looks like a, um, like a little itty-bitty bell pepper. Uh, but red and then, uh, yeah, packed with heat, apparently. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up at 930 a.m. Hey, Seattle, we're killing your soldiers below. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Who was that? Johnny Cash. Oh, gee. Ah. That one was one of his big ones. Big hits. It's, it's big enough. It's a, it's a tribute to the Alamo song. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Okay, got about 10 minutes left. What else are we going to focus on? I don't have any calls just yet, but you still have time to call in and have your gardening question answered. 210-308-8867. What uh, is news on, uh, I see, we see you have some uh, begonias over there. Have we heard oh, anything yeah. about whoppers or anything else? Uh, nope, nothing on whoppers. Uh, we will have a good selection of begonias next week. Okay. Oh, uh, good. Of normal begonias. Traditional ones. Yes. You're not going to have any more of those reds, are you? I imagine they're so little. What, what are we talking about? Geranium or are we talking about Geranium. Oh, I'm, I got like a hundred and something of them, just red, coming. Wow. Okay, so they'll be be here next week. Yep. Weekend. Well, they, they, they're, no, they're beautiful. So, yes and no. I, I had to place the order twice this week with yeah. about the same number of geranium baskets. So, oh, okay. So we sold out or sold way down and then had to replenish. Okay. Well, and they were good. They were pretty beautiful. We always ask this. Just to kind of find out, because you're like on the front lines of, of questions. What are folks asking about now? That uh, uh, they're still asking about pre and post emergent. Okay, more, a lot more post emergent than before. They're asking when to fertilize their grass. Oh, that's a good question. And you know, I love to take people's money, but uh, I got to tell them the truth: when when to actually fertilize. Some of them buy it anyway and save it. Save Some it, yeah. Don't. I was, uh, ran, we had ran into at least two people here that were asking that question, too, and they did not want to hear the answer, you know. Well, I, I had a guy walk out and said, I'm not buying fertilizer here. Okay, yeah. I'm still happy to sell it to you. You just don't apply yeah. it right now. Yeah, yeah buy it someplace that's going to give you an answer. It's incorrect, but what you want? What you want to hear? Uh. And envi- you know, you could go oh, yeah. further and say environmentally inappropriate at this point, too. So is it still two full mowings after the second time you mow? Mm-hmm. Okay. And weeds don't count, Milton. No, rats. <laughs> Otherwise, oh, you'd man, be fertilizing I, right now. Do I have and bed that, straw? And, and that's, that's an issue right now because in, in like neighborhoods like mine with limited soil, lots of shade, the uh, rescue grass and Jerry's uh, <laughs> bluegrass, bluegrass are, are declining pretty quick with the warm weather. My bluegrass never showed up. Huh. Yeah, mine didn't either. I guess it was a uh, lack of moisture. The re- the rescue grass, in fact, got hit by the cold weather. We secretly bombarded your yard with uh, pre-emergent. Yeah. Uh-oh. You better not have. I love <laughs> my bluegrass. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> well, but he did use his uh, post, uh, his contact herbicide yeah. on, on his uh, bed straw. And wiped it out. And bed straw is coming up pretty strong Yeah, right it sure now. is. Yeah. What is that uh, product? Weed-free zone. Yeah. So, folks, uh, you got that on around the yeah the corners or in the in the in the yard. In fact, uh, that weed-free zone really works w- well for it. Almost anything is green, and it won't hurt your lawn. The uh, so along that line, uh, people always, you know, they're used to using Roundup. And uh, I would caution people to use be using Roundup. 
even though the grass looks dormant. Because my experience is every time I've used it on quote-unquote dormant grass, I've damaged the grass, even Bermuda. But uh, this weed-free zone absolutely will not damage any of your grass. And this cool weather that's coming up will yeah. still will be pretty uh, <laughs> effective. Yeah, I, li- I like it. It's in so many different, uh, it's available in so many different forms. I just got the little pump up. The, uh, spr- Trigger? Huh? Trigger sprayer? Yeah, a little, little spray bottle. Pre-brixed. And uh, some people don't like to bend over because they fall over if they bend oh. over. Okay. I, I speak from experience. So I, I can use that little bottle and lean on my crutch. <laughs> the, where is uh, your? It's over here. Okay. And uh, uh, apply that stuff on a still day, on a still day. We don't want to do it on a windy day. Well, if you've got a big uh, lawn landscape and a complex landscape, yeah. the uh, hosing sprayer works pretty good, too. You can do around the edge of the yeah turf grass and uh, just stay away from your tomatoes yeah and oh yeah or well, anything uh, with a broad leaf but it's yeah yeah and your anything green cut, cut flower kill. garden you don't want it and they've got a don't they have a hose in yep applicator they do ready mixed yes yeah that's what ready mix yeah. all you have to do is screw it to the hose but my situation was i didn't have a hose that lo- was long enough to reach down but and the bottom of the bottom of my hill to spray it with, so I just got the little purple, and I didn't. I don't have a pump-up sprayer anymore, so uh, they've got something for everything. Weed-free zone. Is that the violets you like so much? <laughs> that, that is pretty. I Isn't don't that know. pretty? I'm pretty sure that's uh, that one that was uh, highly touted. So. Uh, you had strawberry swizzle, sizzle, yeah, yeah, and then the one that was violet. I think right. that's that the was violet the one. I was yeah. just talking about. Yeah, but uh, all of those <laughs> were are, were spectacular. Just those two was one. And there's still a pretty good selection of uh, lantanas in full bloom here. If you try, if you're trying to get ready for the monarchs and other butterflies, we saw what we see uh, some of the. Uh, Oh, yeah. Giant swallowtails here today mm-hmm. and uh, nectar sources. Not a lot of, the, because of the cold weather, the freezes, mm-hmm. there's not as many nectar sources out there as, mm. as we would <laughs> normally expect. I do, I do have a funny story. Uh-oh. My, my wife, she planted some 10-inch stalks out by the new mailbox that I, I made for her. And uh, she comes running in. There's a hummingbird. And is is drinking from my my stock plants. So <laughs> I go out and I'm I'm looking and as I'm walking it's it's too small. And uh, it was a very very pretty uh, moth, hummingbird moth, hummingbird moth. Yeah, supposedly rare. She said because she looked up the colorations. But, wow. Uh, yep. So the hummingbird moths are out. Oh, was it Milton? Was it you, you and I? When yeah. We, 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 
We were watching the hummingbird moth. The circle of life right yeah, in front of us. Well, this this one didn't. And you look at the images, and this one was spectacular. It was green. Yeah. And uh, so it was all the right colors to be a, an actual humming, a type of hummingbird. Oh. But it has a little antennae. So I said, I'm sorry, honey. So our our experience with the hummingbird moth was. There was one on, you know, as and we, we were ooing and awing. Oh, it looks great! Look at that! Oh my God, I've never seen one before. A grackle lands next to it, <laughs> just in two seconds, land, boom, eats it. It's like ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think that was even my honor reaction was like ah! Wah, wah. <laughs> circle of life. The circle huh? of life, right in front of us. It was. <laughs> I did not expect that to happen. My wife Judy was fa- faced with that, but with a road runner. Oh. An English sparrow. Oh, you know the we the suet feeder is on a big uh, mesquite tree and it drops the su- and so the English sparrows go down there and there, and the uh, roadrunner figured out this is easy pickings. Uh. <laughs> so she's out there admiring uh, everything and roadrunner just pulls them out and out in the middle of the driveway and pulling them apart, uh, you know, uh, one at a time. <laughs> I didn't know they would get English parrots. Oh, yeah. I know that uh, the people that raise quail for hunts, uh, they kill every roadrunner they can find on the place. No, they don't. Because they, they'll kill the quail. No. Hmm. But they, they also kill snakes. The oh. word, the Legend like is. Well, while we're on this subject, maybe we ought to get somebody to give us a bat report. Oh, that would be good. Old Tunnel State Park or something. Yeah. See, okay. see how the bats are doing. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll, well, well the Mexican free tails haven't come back yet, have they? Well, that's why I'm asking. That's why he's asking. All right. Well, we don't have enough time today to do it, but no. we'll, <laughs> we'll check on it for but next that's week. That's your homework for next week. That's my homework? Okay. We will uh, see. You're going to see if we can get somebody on and talk about it? We can do that, too. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Uh, On behalf of the docs, uh, thanks to you for listening. And uh, we'll finish up. I think it sounds like we've got green leaves this summer. As we remember the Alamo today, on the anniversary of its fall. Uh, But we'll be back next week. More at Millburgers on 930 AM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.